You're listening to an Anazal Ministries podcast. Join us as we follow Aang, Katara, and Thakur and their friends as they journey through the Earth Kingdom, facing new challenges, making allies, and deepening their understanding of the Avatar world. In this season, Aang must learn earthbending while Prince Zuko continues his quest for redemption. The season features the introduction of important characters like Toph and Azula, along with thrilling action, political intrigue, and character growth. It builds towards a climactic showdown with high stakes that will impact the fate of the world. Season 2 offers a captivating continuation of the series in this epic story. This is Systematic Ecology. We are talking about book two in the Avatar The Last Airbender series. I am your host, Elizabeth Clyde, and joining me in this episode is also Joshua Knoll, Kino Kennedy, and Christian Ashley. How's it going, guys? It's going good. Going good. Been uh, geeking out on some Avatar, and um, man, I this week... I've just geeked out on so many random things. I started The Boys. I've just been starting a bunch of stuff, Ooh, but I haven't boys? got to where I'm like deep into anything. So, you know, just starting random things. That's kind of me. I've been surface level, like geeking yeah. out on things just to background. Really, I've been reading a lot of romance manga. What it is, is it. I have the deep urge, thanks to Christian, to play Kingdom Hearts again. And I'm trying so hard to satiate that with anything else. And it's not working. Just nothing takes. I mean, just why don't you play it again? What is time? True. Speaking of Christian Ashley. Sure. <laughs> I'm I'm doing well. Rough morning. Good night. We're going to have fun talking. Uh, are we doing geeking out stuff? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just finished today. Uh, Smile Pretty Cure, which I think is like the, I don't know, 10th or 11th series. I've lost count by the time I'm in here. Uh, Magical Girl Show, continuing my run through of seeing this for the first time, uh, meandered in the plot all over the place. It really kind of had no plot, but its characters were the best we've had so far, in my opinion. So smile, pretty cure. Really enjoyed it. All right. What about you, Kino? Mm. Uh, listen, this has been a this has been a good good week. I, I'm going to say I just finished recording Transformers, and I love Transformers, and I love avatar um that um this is going to be a fun episode but i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to hone in my adhd to stay on track because this is going to be mind-blowing because this episode this this season a lot of stuff happens but 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 anyway i've been geeking out on yes uh, and and again i'm trying to keep keep it on track um so I just randomly just chose this anime. It's, it's, and, I, and if I say it wrong, please forgive me. It's telling you now. If I say it wrong, please forgive me. Um, but it's just Tenjaho Tenchi. I think that's how you pronounce it. Tenjaho Tenchi. It's a high schooler. Um, it's about high school. And they're fighting. They're, there's martial arts. And all they do is just fight each other. That's it. These high school kids just fighting each other. Girls and boys are fighting each other. They don't even care if it's girls. Girls get it like the boys do, which I like. Okay? So she won't talk smack, she get punched in the mouth. That's what happened. But she punched them in the mouth too. So, but but that's what I've been geeking out on. And again, I I apologize for them saying it wrong. No, that's fine. You've been geeking out on um men abusing women. Got it. Moving on. Uh, no, no, no. no, no, no. no believes in true gender equality. <laughs> right, right, right. 
She she hits back. She hits back. That's she funny. she fights first. She That's punches funny. first and then asks questions. Okay. That's really funny. No, I'm just joking. Girl power, right? Yeah. We can yeah. do anything the man can. Okay. The, back to better stuff. Y'all have babies. Y'all yeah. have babies. Y'all have babies. That's, I mean, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Moving on. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Keep on track. Keep on track. So Josh, tell me your history with um the Avatar series. Yeah, I I loved the show growing up. Um, I actually for a time in high school, then also when I returned from college, me and my brother, this is me and my brother's show. This is like our bonding thing. Because, you know, he's always been like the sports guy. I've always been the geek. There's been a few things crossover like Lord of the Rings and Avatar The Last Airbender. And every year we'd watch the entire series together for like four or five, maybe more years <laughs> And it's just, I don't know, it's something special, something I've always loved. Um, it wasn't until I went to college that I figured out more of the religious aspects of the show, which because, you know, I studied world religions and then I came back to it kind of with that mindset. And I tell you, when you have the mindset and you know about these other religions they're pulling from, it's a whole new show. It's great. Mm -hmm. I, love, I love the show so much. So, yeah, I grew up too watching it. We're about the same age and I've watched it probably only two to three times. And like, well, as I was doing my recap, I don't know why, maybe I'm just having like a tired day. I didn't geek out recapping for this episode. Like I thought Aww. I would. I know it's very sad. It's sad. very not me because I love like favorite characters, the cabbage guy, man, my cabbage. <laughs> I just relate to him so much on a personal right. level. So man, my favorite character other than Aang, because if you guys don't know, I am a man child. So any other time a character is just a man child, you got like Luffy or Aang. I'm like, I love this show. This is great. And even though Aang actually is a child, I still feel like he's a man child because he's also kind of got some like older aspects to him, you know, he's technically he's a, he's, over 100. Yeah. Yeah. He's an old soul. Yeah. He's, also, he's 112. <laughs> but he's still got that like childish fun. Um, see me and Christian's episode about Peter Pan. Anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but man, I. I love Aang, but my actual, my favorite other than him in this series, the whole reason I'm on season two, and that's the only one of this series I'm going to be a part of, Toph. I love Toph. She's oh, so freaking amen, cool. Brother. See, I thought you would want to join in because when we talk about booming later, like I thought I that- love him too. I thought that would be why you I would love join booming. in. And my first animated crush was Which, also- Toph? No. Oh, no. Wait, wait. Ty Lee. Oh. Ty Lee. My oh, first oh, animated okay. crush was Ty Lee. I, I love those Fire Nation girls. I was like, these are okay. <laughs> All right. No, you know, now I'm an adult and I'm like, man, I liked that when I was in high school. <laughs> I, wonder what she, I wonder what Ty Lee's up to these days, you know? She probably has back issues from all those bendings. No, yeah. no, no. She, Listen, she, when they I make our she, animated movie, I want to see older Tylee. Right. <laughs> okay, okay. Going, going into episode one. So you see in your outlines, if you guys did, you know, read over the notes I sent you that I worked so hard using chat GTP to um, create for you. Uh, you see the... Yeah, we're going to just go. And then some of these episodes, they're, they're not really filler episodes. I don't think Avatar really has filler okay. episodes. But it's almost like one important thing, but it's just expounded in the whole episodes. It's like, so we have episode one, the Avatar state. And that's just like Aang kind of pursuing, going a little bit deeper into it. And we learn a little bit more about it. But there's not really much. 
in, I mean, in it besides that, like Zuko's, uh, what is it like? Zuko's sister also enters the picture, so that's pretty big. Asula, yeah, no, Asula, Asula's huge. Like, yeah, like the fact that she comes in and and she she actually takes over the whole season. I agree. Yeah, she takes over the whole yeah, season. That's true. Without trying yeah. to. Um, no, she tries. She's a pick me girl. She tried. Well, she's she's yeah. mean. She's 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 just misunderstood. Like like just seeing these as teenagers and babies they they <laughs> they really are just misunderstood she has daddy yeah. issues she don't no she got mom oh. issues yeah she got mom issues not daddy issues she got mom issues and that's even worse okay oh. that's 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 oh that's that that's ooh, anyway i'm gonna just mm-hmm. leave that alone. but also big spiritual theme is hinted at in the first episode we they if you pay attention they show you katara is the key to ang finding the avatar state it wasn't till she it was basically he thought she was dead and then boom he's in the avatar state and that's going to come back around in the final episode here when we learn about chakras which is a very hindu thing but we'll talk about that then mm-hmm. and in episode two that's when they um i love it because that band comes into the picture and that yeah. like hippie dude <laughs> yeah, they, get, they get lost in the cave and we thought ang and guitar was going to kiss which still to this day i don't ship them they did. They did kiss. Wow. No, they did not. They were about to kiss. Uh, no, May they did Whitman, not. They were about Guitar to kiss. herself said they did. They did kiss in the cave? Yep. Her voice well, actress said. Well, it wasn't shown in the um in the anime. Maybe it was shown in the comics. They kind of left it ambiguous. Well, anime. you know, it is a kid show. They, they didn't kiss. Yeah. I'm about to say, you know I watched that they, episode. They almost, and then they didn't, <laughs> and then the lights went out, and we didn't see what happened next. Hmm. I feel right. like they would have been more like, anger would have been more own cloud like literally floating yeah. on the air if that true. happened true. you know what i mean like he would like his dream just came true true maybe uh, he already heard about ty lee and he was like eh. uh no 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 bad josh bad josh okay we'll talk about the girls those girls in a little bit don't make me get my paper on you josh okay pop you in the nose okay i'm just like a puppy episode three episode three is like the is the one i remember the most and that's when like they go to omashu Mm -hmm. in hopes of finding boomy and then like and that's yeah is that the one like i can't remember if it's just this one episode but pretty much boomy is just this mad crazy genius and he devises a big plan to kidnap his friends to play games with them that's first season and it's is it this season yeah okay okay then i'm getting confused because that's how they know to come to him Mm, okay, this is right now needs him. master earth earth yeah, that's like the whole him. focus right, of this right, one right. okay cool yeah. thanks he figured out water now he needs earth and okay. boomy is the answer but it turns out boomy he might was be kidnapped. crazy <laughs> no he was always crazy not oh yeah about yeah. it excuse me no 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 boomy had a plan okay? that's right boomy had a plan he knew exactly what he was doing because he knew they were coming and all he waited was the time when the sun was blocked for then for him to get back his his kingdom. Don't Boone. don't act like but yeah, Boone might seem crazy. But evil crazy genius. You have uh, yeah, he's got that like he's seen now. The Joker, <laughs> maybe Jack Sparrow kind of vibe of like everybody thinks he's drunk, everybody thinks he's crazy, but he got a plan. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, okay. He's got a plan. Do you guys remember the swamp when they were doing like the hallucinations and stuff? Vaguely. Me too. <laughs> Wait, is that is I that know where, it exists. Is that where they 
we saw the 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 the, the swamp benders and, yep. and the, yeah. touching the touching the, the tree. It was like some kind of fungus or moss they touched, and then like it made them like hallucinate. It was really funny. Yeah, members of the water tribe that got away from everyone else, and they're basically uh, Bayou hillbillies from Louisiana. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't remember but that. Such a delight. Oh, that's funny. And then I re- I remember them drinking swamp water and like Sokka like um spitting it in his mouth, like swishing it. I was like, not so bad. I don't know nope, why. Don't remember yeah, that. I just remember that and I just you know, like those things you just gag at. Yeah, as someone who grew up in Florida, don't do that. Could don't you do imagine? That. And then you go, um, like, they have that big festival with Avatar Day, and so Aang gets really excited, but it's really like, we hate the Avatar because it's hosted by the Fire Nation. Do you remember that? And then he's like, we this have one, to clear the name of the Avatar. This one, I love this episode a lot. Okay, talk sure. about it then. I yeah, don't yeah. remember it. They go uh, to this the one island where, you know, they celebrate Avatar Day, and like I just said, Aang gets so excited, but it turns like they burn an effigy of the Avatar yeah. Because of what happened with Avatar, Kiyoshi came, who was the Avatar before Sozin. And while she was an earthbending Avatar, if I, yes. And she had a dispute with this local general who yeah. the town worships, that. essentially. Not not like as a deity, but as like that his personhood. And like, he's our guy. And they take his side of events. Well, Aang finds out uh, uh, by accessing part of his avatar not the avatar state but like reaching back to kiyoshi it's like yeah i totally killed that guy because he's a huge jerk and uh the world was better off without him in it so this whole time ang has been like trying to prove her innocence like no avatar would ever do this because he's letting his airbender like pacifist philosophy kind of get in the way of reality and kiyoshi's like nope nope i, I ganked that dude i'd do it again yeah but he was he was stupid he was he was he didn't i can't remember why but he didn't want to re- listen to reason. And Kiyoshi, Avatar Kiyoshi was like, you know what? Instead of me trying to argue with you, I'm just going to create a whole new island and I'm just going to be over here. Okay. Mm-hmm. This, instead, instead of just trying to reason with you, I'm going to just separate my piece of land <laughs> and put water between us. So I ain't got to deal with you no more. That's what I would do, honestly. Like, you know what? I'm not going to fight stupid. I'm going to just do myself over here. Same. No, I remember that. It was because he was trying to conquer the Earth Kingdom, and she's like, I'm having none of your crap. Uh, you're done for, buddy. Yeah. But then as we're in the Earth um, Kingdom, I'll let Josh talk about the next episode when we meet the blind bandit. Yes. Um, Man, I'm glad you said what episode it was, because I don't have the outline pulled up. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm here. You piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> my chat gtp spent a solid 20 seconds breaking down these episodes for listen us. this is for like host one and two i'm just here to have fun and hang out with you guys well, tell us about when um ang the, first meets Toph. i love her so much and absolutely also this is one of those episodes where you very much see there's a few in this where what avatar the last airbender is is an examination of like Eastern culture and stuff very much from a Western perspective. So what you see in this one is even though you got like these Eastern cultures and stuff here, there is very much WWE WrestleMania in the earth kingdom. (laughs) (laughs) And Saku gets into it. Saka, his name's Saka, isn't it? Yeah. Saka. 
he's like all into it he's like buying it he's like oh yeah he hates all the heels he loves the boulder (laughs) and they're watching this wrestling competition go down and the boulder beats all the other you know the guy who pretends to be fired asia and all this stuff and it's funny because it's all very much like oh this is just a show like wrestlemania and then the champion comes out and it's a small blind girl who is talking mad smack like not just like mm-hmm. oh, some little small blind girl no this girl comes out and she's like oh i didn't know there was two tiny girls out here <laughs> and she's like talking crap to this big muscular dude mind you the whole reason they're here ang was looking for someone to teach him earthman and he's like oh it can't be the boulder and sokka's like it's gotta be this guy's the best he's like no this guy ang was told in a vision he needs to find the earthbender who listens to the earth He's like, this guy isn't doing that. He's doing it with his muscles. <laughs> and then you have this little blind girl comes out and she's able to like completely defeat him in like two steps because she's just feeling the earth. And it ends up kind of you find out that's Toph's whole thing is she can't see, but she sees stuff through the earth and her earth bending. Um, find out her parents. And this is going to be important later in the story. Some of the wealthiest people in the world. Mm hmm. They think Mm -hmm. she is just some tiny little girl. They don't know about her alter ego as the blind bandit who's doing WrestleMania. (laughs) And they think she's just some pathetic weakling. But then when the avatar is in trouble, she steps up, shows her real colors. And instead of the parents being like, oh, hey, we see your potential. Go be great. They were like, we're going to lock you up forever now. And she ends up sneaking out and telling Aang and them that, oh, no, my parents changed their mind. I can come with you. And it kind of ends the episode with that little cliffhanger of the parents actually hired some people to come after her because they're saying that she was kidnapped when she really just ran away. Right. I mean, yeah, I can't I've... relate to overprotect her parents. Oh, wait. Yes. <laughs> Nobody yes. probably Yes, yes I can. That's never happened to anybody. <laughs> no. I love Toph so much. She is yes. one of my favorite characters in fiction ever. Just I, I have the symbol talking. Blue, so I it's like i don't know where she would stand but she would be high up there yeah because if this were written by someone incompetent she would be a mary sue she would be someone mm-hmm. you would hate because she's been written poorly but because she's written well you have what in an 80s or 90s cartoon show would have been your token person with a disability mm-hmm. and look at how amazing they are and they're so much better than everyone else because because they have this disability versus you know, this is a part of who she is, the disability, but she's learned to use it to her advantage. But there's still backdrops, excuse me, not what's what I'm looking for. Uh, there's still disadvantages to her being blind. Like oh, yeah. she's not, yeah, there are ways you can take advantage of her, but she's still awesome because she's had to train a little harder than everyone else, not only because she's been coddled by her parents, mm-hmm. but also because of her disabilities and learning from the badger moles how to earth bend correctly. And even as she, teaches Aang she's not the best teacher in the world because well why don't you just get it I get it but it's done so well I love her so much and well, my favorite line about her isn't even said about her it's in season three and I'll wait till we get to the Ember Island players to talk about that it even kind of shows some of the weaknesses of like the Earth Kingdom kind of mentality and philosophy because she's walled herself off she's very strong mm. inwardly to the point where it's hard for her to make some connections so you see that like emotional level too and what I love, though, is her interactions with Sokka because yes. her disability really – the disadvantage of it are most seen when Sokka is being an oblivious <laughs> idiot because he just forgets that she's blind because she can feel with Earth. But he's like, here, catch, and just throw something at her face. And it's like, Sokka, you idiot, stop. Oh, he tries to show her a picture. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? 
I just love that she makes so much blind jokes about herself. Yeah. Oh, like, God, it's great. No, I'm blind, well, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. We love Toph. Oh, yeah. Okay, senses. But the, it's the next section that I love because Zuku, Zuku goes on this um, whole... I'm a, mm. I have to go find myself and he goes on his emo discovery journey where he's like, he's questioning everything. It's like, dude, does everything I know is a lie? Is the fire nation really the bad guys? Where do I fit in in all of this? I might have daddy issues. And so that's just fun. Like, you know, hanging out with him for a little bit. Yeah. Because this whole time, like he and Iroh have been on the run because they saved uh, uh, the moon spirit last time around. And that has branded them as traitors, which is why Azula is after them. Mm-hmm. But you have him like, okay, if I fire Ben in an Earth Kingdom country, I can't do that because they'll know who I am. And people are looking for me on the Fire Nation side. People would be looking for me on the Earth Kingdom side. I've made a ton of enemies because I've been such a huge jerk and because my nation has been a, such a, a tremendous evil to this land. Like, how do I wrestle with all that? Who am I? And what am I going to do about that when I find the answer is like his huge, one of the huge questions he asks here and in the second, excuse me, third season when he makes the wrong answer, we'll find eventually in this one. I just, I mean, I, I ship, I, I just want a Zuku and um, Katara to end up together. Oh, you're one of those. I didn't Zutara. get what I wanted. No. I didn't get what I wanted. It's fine. All right. They, that, that they was had a, they had a few you know, you're in charge. It wouldn't it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. They had a few no, moments. Fire and water don't don't work good together, okay? Yeah, it creates steam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now we got Elizabeth with the wrong opinions. How does it feel to be on the side on. of justice for once, Joshua? <laughs> moving, moving on. I know it's an unpopular opinion. So pretty much they do the game. Um uh, Azula tries to find the Avatar, you know, cat and mouse type deal. And then we're going to skip to like episode, I think it's 10, when they discover the library. It's not just Azula. She has oh. friends. Don't forget Ty Lee. Okay, and- Ty Lee and May. Is it May or yeah, Mai? It, 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 no. it is May. It, it's spelled like Mai but to it's us, May. but it's pronounced See, May. That's why I always wondered if they just pronounced it wrong. Because like in my mind, the writers were being funny by having her friends be Mai Tai. I was like, ah, oh, that's a funny joke. No. And then it was like, nope, May. I was like, why? No. why? May. She's the one that ended up with Zuko, lame. but it's fine. They can be emo together, I guess. They're both kind of depressing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, um, but it's the library. The library is a pivotal point because uh, they discovered this um, wealth of knowledge and you have the creepy owl that's guarding it. He's like, you can look around, but he had one rule. You cannot use this for war. Mm. And mm. freaking Sokka. See, Sokka, Sokka just discovered, hey, mm-hmm. hey. He discovered something to use for war. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, I mean for war, yeah. but I mean, just so happened to say, I can use yep. this information for war. Yep. Okay. I mean, it was, a handy, it was handy to know, but Sokka broke the rule. So this is one of those three big moments this season where I think you see what I was talking about earlier, where you see Eastern thought portrayed through Western eyes. And it's really telling here. So. I'm going to break this down a little bit and be a little bit super nerdy, but hey, that's what the show is for. So it's okay. Um, (laughs) For those who don't know, even though we call the Middle East, the Middle East today, and we think of like America as the West, when you're talking about world religions, ignore America. It doesn't exist. (laughs) 
Jerusalem over is basically the West, and then everything on the other side is the East. So usually when we say Western religions, you're talking Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. And when you're talking about Eastern religions, we're talking about Taoism, Buddhism, and uh, Confucianism, Hinduism, all that kind of stuff. What's interesting here is you're seeing like Western today culture, like American eyes looking at this place that's I don't it's weird because your Western religions, you know, Christianity, Judaism were known as the people of the book because it was weird that we have these religions that are about studying and learning more about our God and kind of more of an intellectual religions, whereas most of your Eastern religions aren't like that at all. <laughs> there is no Hindu Bible. They have a lot of texts they consider sacred, but no one in the Hindu belief thinks any of them are like inerrant or anything like that. So that's just not really a thing with Eastern religion. So what's interesting is you have this situation here where you have Sokka of like American. He's very American in this where he's like, I'm going to use this for our ultimate goal of winning the war. That's his mindset. You have the show itself displaying this Eastern idea of, you know, no conflict, no war kind of stuff, no harm. But the religion itself is being portrayed through books, which is typically thought of as a Western religion thing. (laughs) So it's really weird how you have all this kind of crammed into this episode where it's like, okay, we're just going to criticize all of these aspects at once. And I love it so much. I think every world religion student should be forced to watch this episode. It's great. Okay. Rant over. You're done. Yeah. I rather enjoyed that. I mean, especially when you look in the ultimate context of the series, we learn about Sozin's comment uh, in this episode where the firebenders are unable to bend under it. So Sokka thinks, I have found something I can use for the benefit of all the world. If we just gather together on a specific day, that'll solve everything. And that's a very childish way of thinking about it. It's also a very, you know, seeking justice kind of way of thinking about it. People have been Mm -hmm. oppressing us for so long. Let's find the one way, even if I have to break the rules to get there, which the rule being you can't use anything you learn here for war. He's going to do it. And yet in the end, it doesn't work. And to his benefit, as we'll see later on, (laughs) not to spoil what happens later. Yeah. Yeah. But but you're forgetting that this this is all in the backdrop of war. Yeah. War is happening. So what we are witnessing is the fallout from the war. We are seeing like how that uh, refugees are being treated. We're seeing how being displaced in your homeland is being treated. We, we're seeing that you have to, like with Zuko and, and Iroh being on the run and seeing that 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 the war from the Fire Nation's perspective, this was a just war to bring about our culture to the world. But when you get down and seeing it from the other the other side, you begin to see like, oh, wait, wait, this ain't, this ain't, they're not happy that we're here. I, like you said just earlier, like he can't use his firebending in, in the Earth, in the Earth uh, Kingdom because they they don't want to fight them because like it's because of you that we having to be out here and stuck like this. It's so so war is happening all around, and so even with with uh, Sokka getting the information from the library, and I agree with you, Josh, about the the convergence of Eastern Western um, in this in this uh, show is which is, I have to give these yeah. writers they did a wonderful job. Oh, of, yeah. of introducing some Eastern concepts from Western lens that, that makes it more appealing. 
than uh, cultish. Let me say it that way. Um, um, but but you do end up you do see this convergence of of everything. But I I I don't like that the stupid owl got mad because <laughs> he let the Fire Nation in. That was his fault. He let the Fire Nation in, and the Fire Nation guy burnt the stuff. Okay, burnt that mm-hmm. other stuff about the Fire Nation, and then that's what he made that stupid rule. Okay, so so it ain't Sokka's fault. Okay, yeah. it ain't Sokka's fault. But you you also you brought up something too that everybody seems to forget this thing. If America was mostly Native Americans, I would see the complaints that all the other countries have of America's two gun, you know, whatever, all this other stuff. And a lot of that stuff is still true. I'm not criticizing that. But what people forget is America is a nation founded on war. That's mm-hmm. always going to be a part of our culture mm-hmm. because our whole existence is because we were fighting the English. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be a part of who we are. So when we're thinking of these other characters and I'm like, wow, Sokka's acting a lot like an American. Um, yes, he was forged by war. That's what we are. <laughs> so, yeah, that makes a lot of sense when you're really thinking of it in that concept of as much as I don't like utilitarianism. I've said that so many times on this show. I wouldn't make that argument here because you know what? When you've seen the stuff that Sokka has seen, when you've seen the stuff that these people have seen. All that goes out the window. All your philosophies, your your highbrow ethics stuff. Nah, screw all that. We are getting freedom, right? Like at that point, it's what does it take to take these people down? Right. That's it. Right. Right. Yeah. But most importantly, what happens in this episode? Appa gets kidnapped at the end. <laughs> oh, she's right. And that is oh, that was tragic. <laughs> like I, I cried. Not Appa. I cried. Mm. I cried because because you saw Toph, dog. you saw you saw Toph, you saw uh, Toph. She tried. She mm-hmm. tried. She had a hard choice to make, mm-hmm. and she made the hard choice. And you can't fault her for that. You can't fault her for what she did because she she saved him. Um, um, but that 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 really uh, that hurt. Yeah, it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was hard to watch. And so then the next few episodes is just them kind of like getting to bossing say trying to like figure out their plan against the fire nations there's a few like you know side stories i think my favorite one is when Sokka had the random haiku battle with <laughs> like, <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> i adored that so much <laughs> <laughs> and so um and then like zuko like visiting the tea shop and iroh's like <sighs> that was good so it was just like it's just fun because it's it was it made me it kind of makes me think of a little bit of like a one piece where you enjoy the character's backstory and you're not just kind of like i was like okay can we we keep on going so that's always fun um and then we find out uh jet comes back into the picture too because they're trying to like stop this big drill the fire nation is trying to get into um boxing say and jet comes in and i can't exactly remember how jet comes in i just remember because i was also team jet and katara too i was pretty much anyone besides ang but katara i don't know why i just did not ship him with her but i lost he's childish like maybe he's, maybe he's, that's it like literally like literally he's childish and everyone else that she met was not childish like mm-hmm. like literally jet was cool like jet was like jet was like the man like i ain't jet was the man like for real for real mm-hmm. so so he gets he gets <laughs> brought back because remember they were they were also fleeing the war and you refuge was in bossing say like they right right up until this point bossing say was the only place that the fire nation had not conquered mm-hmm. like so so they were like we can go to bossing say and and be cool however uh yeah, you get behind the walls, it ain't all that great. Um, mm-hmm. cause cause Jet becomes an agent. 
he's a secret agent man. <laughs> but he, he did. He came around. You know, don't. I'm just saying, like, he was a secret agent, but then he saw the errors of his ways and he went back to, like, you know. I mean, yeah, he was brainwashed. I'm t- yeah. Yes, he was brainwashed. Yes. Okay. But. And then he died. Go ahead. He was the winter soldier yeah. of Avatar, the last airbender. He was. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That was. Somewhere after episode 10, after the library, before we get to like the ending stuff of this season, something happens. I don't understand what it is. Um, And this is like behind the scenes stuff on Netflix. There's 18 episodes. But if you look it up, there's 20 episodes. I think if I remember correctly, they combine two. Mm -hmm. I know they combined the last two. Yeah. And I can't remember what the other one, but they do combine two. To make a whole episode for like maybe 40 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think because they're so related or something like that, I'd have to look at the actual order to see which one it actually is. But I do know they do that. Yeah. It just confused me a little bit. I was like, that's kind of weird. But that's not not actually about the substance of the show. That was just a, I'm confused. Someone help. (laughs) Uh, Jet ends up. In Bossing Say, because he meets up with Zuko and Iroh while they're both under their assumed names, and the Earth Kingdom finds out who Zuko actually is as a fireman. I don't think I can't remember when he learns he's Zuko or if he ever does. And when he tries to get that information up, that's when he ends up with the what is it, the Daily or mm-hmm. whatever they call themselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, at some point, I need to find a good excuse to talk about Iroh a little bit. I love that guy. Uh, well, we just we talked about the tales of Bossing Say briefly. We might as well right now. Yeah, because yeah, that's not where we are. One of the things I love about Iroh is uh, he is like the only real Taoist in the whole series. Also, this is another fun Eastern religion things. In Eastern religions, you don't really name what religion you are. It's not like I'm Confucianist. You just you know you have religious things from all of these things. You just kind of pull from them and you just do your thing because none of them have some god that you're having to compete with some other god it's not like i'm worshiping the god of Taoism and confucianism neither of them have a god doesn't matter to them at all if there's a god that's why they all go to hell i'm just playing i don't want to offend nobody don't want to offend nobody that was a joke that was literally a joke oh my god i'm about to give the pastor of the episode well, I was about to say anyway. before we got that into that interlude, <laughs> one of the common sayings in Japan is, you know, yeah, born Shinto, married Christian, die Buddhist uh, yeah. to, to further your idea there, Joshua. Yeah. So there's a painting. And what's funny is when Western people see the painting, they take it of, oh, this one's right. These other two are wrong. And just pick which one that you think is right or wrong. That's not the point of the painting at all, but I'm not going to get there. But it's it's funny because Iroh even looks like the Taoist guy a little bit in this. It's like there's this famous painting where the three, I forget their names, but the founder of Confucianism, the founder of Taoism, and um, Siddhartha from Buddhism are all tasting from the same pool of vinegar. And the Buddhist is making like a bitter face because, you know, bit, Buddhists believe all life is bitterness and you need to get it up so that you can have whatever. And the Confucianist is like... Oh, that's sour. Like he's just making an angry face because, you know, Confucianist is like structure. So he's thinking of like, what can I do to structure this, add it to make it different, to make it better? And the whole thing of Taoism is just being happy that things are the way they are. So you have this picture of the three and the Taoist is drinking the same thing and he's just smiling and it looks like Iroh. And I'm like, yes, (laughs) that's it. He's like, ah, I'm so happy. This vinegar is bitter because vinegar is supposed to be bitter. (laughs) 
and that's one thing I love that you see throughout this thing is like he's not just the old wise man that you get in a lot of shows that are either grumpy or peaceful all the time. He's happy. I love when the spiritually like inept people are just joyful because I'm like, that is such an important part of spirituality that just gets left out a lot of times when we do the, you know, that classic thing of the old wise man. They leave out the happy part. And I just love that Iroh is a happy old man. <laughs> Listen, Iroh's an OG. Like Iroh, he's the best. He's the greatest. Mm -hmm. He 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 is like the sage meets the ultimate warrior meets uh, a a kitten meets uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger bodybuilder. Like I don't understand. Like how is this old man cut like this? You know what I mean? Like, like I don't, I mean, we, well, I don't think it's nothing this season, but still, still, like, like he he went from I, I know I'm jumping real ahead, but he went from like having a beer gut to a six pack in jail. Who who does that? Who does that? And what's great mission. is it wasn't even like a oh I'm upset I need to change myself. Right. It was a, he was just like I guess I'll work out now. I'm happy. He's like, this is what I need to do now, and I'm going to be happy about it. And it's like, dude, what? What? What do you mean? Oh, you took away his tea. So what else was he supposed to do? True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Okay. I love, well, we already passed this episode, but there's an episode early on where he finds this flower, and it's like, this is either the flower that makes like the world's greatest tea, or it's poison. Oh, yeah. And Zuku's like, whatever, old man, and walks out, and he goes back <laughs> And Iroh's like full body rash, like dying. He's like, it was the poison one. (laughs) Yeah. That was great. Gosh. And then I think it's this, um, is it this season two? We find out what happens to his son. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like we find out like he was a great general. Well, we knew he was a general, but he retired because his son actually died. At at Ba Sing Se even. And like he infiltrated it as a refugee. But not as the great general everyone expected to win the fight. Which is ironic foreshadowing of the end of the season. Yes. Mm. And we can go ahead and talk a little bit about the ending for time's sake because it's it's all like the side stories and whatnot. And then So I will do I I remember this. Yeah. So so I remember I remember one of the one of the key things about about this whole episode was Aang understanding how to get into the Avatar state. Mm-hmm. And to master that uh, portion, he he understood in distress he can get an avatar state. He understood air bending, and he's finally getting to understand water bending. And he's learning earth bending, but you know he's a he's an airbender, and he's a he's a he's a nomad, and and he wants to be free. And 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 Toph is like, no, you're come on, Twinkle Toes, come on. Come on, you can do this. You can do this. I love it. I love what she always called them, trick toes. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but 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 we we see when while um, Aang is looking for Appa and trying to figure out where Appa is, um, Aang uh, Appa meets the Guru and no no wait wait no no yeah Appa does Appa meet the Guru and then Aang meets the Guru. I don't remember. I don't remember the setup. This is after they save Appa, either way. But it, yeah, but anyway, but, it, but, but, but what, what ends up happening is that Aang meets a guru at one of the temples, and he sits and learns about the chakras, 
And I was like, yo, this is very fascinating. Like this, this is another Eastern meets Western idea about flowing in chi and chakras. And, um, and there were seven chakras and Aang masters all but the last one. And the guru says that if you leave, you will never master the avatar state. I'll never forget he said that. He said, if you leave, you'll mm. never be able to master the avatar state. And Aang was like, I don't care. I had a vision that uh, Katara and everybody's in trouble. I'm going to go there. And the whole point was that Aang could not let go of his earthly attachments. He could not. Luke Skywalker? Yeah, I was about to say, it's a very Empire Strikes Back <laughs> moment of, you know, if you, you it was the old Jedi philosophy that Yoda was trying to put in him. It's the guru's old philosophy of you have to give up all attachments. Otherwise, you know, you can't truly be the avatar. And Aang is more that – and Luke, in a sense, too, are that sense of, no, I can be better. Mm-hmm. I need to have those attachments because they remind me why I do what I do. Mm. And we also get the very Empire Strikes Back moment of them losing in the end. For this I was going to say, yeah, the ending I, is also very Empire Strikes yeah, Back. Yeah, no, it's, that, it's this season is the Empire Strikes Back season. <laughs> um, yeah, which is funny because Empire, literal Empire, also strikes back because <laughs> it's the Fire Nation. <laughs> but talk about the chakras, which is probably why Pang threw it to me in the first place. But that's another one of those like very Eastern religion things that's. Hinduism. What I love is they don't like this show doesn't do like what a lot of other shows, especially Disney. And I love Disney does of we'll kind of mention that they're Arabic or we'll just kind of throw in there. We'll maybe do a casual. Oh, that person's another religion. They don't even do that. They don't even name the stuff. They just they're teaching kids what this is, though. And what I thought was incredible writing is they go through the chakras and the last one's the one he stuck on was also actually what the chakras are. And it made perfect sense that he would be stuck on the last one. And it was like the whole flow of the show. And it's like, did they write the show around this idea of the chakras? Did it just happen to align? Like, how did they do? Truly, it's one of those things where like, I don't, I can't comprehend how the writers were able to make that match up so well, but it was incredible. And like, just while we're talking about chakras, that's one of those things of like, when you look at like science and faith, Mm -hmm. that's really interesting because you see, yeah, that chakra stuff, there is a lot of scientific stuff that kind of goes, this might actually have something to it same thing with like meditation same thing with yoga those are like eastern religions but even if you look at like studies of people when they're praying or community you know speaking in tongues and stuff and like the christian tradition there's parts of our brain that light up that don't light up ordinarily so it's like there is a lot of science behind our spiritual practices those that we agree with and those that we don't and it tells us there's got to be more like it, I feel like there's that, there is more. There is more. It's just that we in the Western world only think that the Western world is it. And yeah. that that is that that is that is the only thing. No, no, like literally, um I, for the longest I used to have a huge quartz that was about this huge. It was about this big on my desk. And anybody asked me what's this about? I said it's a quartz. It's 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 to keep the I forgot what the quartz did. It keep did it keep the evil spirits out or I forgot what, or bring good in. I, I forgot what it did. Um, but I, I had it there for the second, but it was like, oh, yeah, but you're a pastor. You believe? Yes. So this is just, a, this is just a rock. <laughs> Me and Christian had this argument on the show before. Yeah, we have. But, 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 but the thing, the thing, the thing that we miss is that we think that how we view the world is how the world is viewed. 
mm-hmm. and how it's supposed to be. No, again, I what this is one of my favorite episodes. Is this episode in the whole series outside of the last episode and the final season? Like this one because because this lets you let us know that following the ways of uh, of a path and find and getting down to the end of the path and you make a choice doesn't mean it's the end for you. Mm-hmm. It just means you take yeah. another path. Now that path yeah, is longer cool. and difficult. Yes. Because I believed what the guru said and said, you will never get into the avatar state. I was like, damn it. He, this is <laughs> over. And then, and then to see the end season ending, like, Oh, sh- she killed him. He's, he's dead. He, he's, He's dead. His, the show is over. How is going to... So, yeah, no, so... so and... Yeah, yeah, no. Go on, go on. Of all the things, like, he's dead, but you know what heals him? Is that attachment he couldn't let go of, Katara, mm-hmm. with her healing water, and it's yeah. like, oh, wait a minute, was that attachment bad? <laughs> Season over, find out next year. Find oh, out next year. What do you mean, year. find out next year? <laughs> oh, man, I was so upset as a child. I was like... Because you know what, especially the age I was, I was the age that doesn't didn't know storytelling good enough. So I was like, "What?" <laughs> like I hadn't quite learned that the good guys will win because that's how writing works. I was like, "What?" <laughs> but what it highlights too is like Azula. This whole season has been showing how she's learning as daddy's little villain along the way. Like earlier at the drill episode, I think she has a moment where she could have like taking Aang out for good, but she screws up. This time, she's not letting it slip past her fingers. Like, she takes advantage of the fact, like, no one gets killed in the middle of a transformation sequence. Like, you didn't see yeah. Frieza killing Goku, going Super Saiyan. Like, mm-hmm. this doesn't happen. in movies. <laughs> but she breaks the rules because she's competent and smart. Mm-hmm. And that's why she's such a great character. It's like, screw your conventions. I got a job to do. You better die. Yeah, if there was any Mary Sue character, it was the bad guy this season, which was cool. <laughs> I like that they kind of pulled that off. Um, I'm going to backtrack a little bit if it's okay. Go for it. You were talking about how Western's like mindset is like our way is the only way kind of stuff. I'm going to pause it. I know <laughs> this might be unfair to Kino because I know Christian and Elizabeth will probably agree with me on part of this. We'll say Jesus is the only way. As far as like getting to heaven, all of that stuff, like I the do truth believe and that. the light continue. I believe that, but but I think a lot of these other spiritual practices and stuff from the east might be good ways to communicate with God. Might be still useful to us. So like chakras, nowhere in the Bible does it say thou shalt not believe in the flow of your spirit. I feel like there are still useful things here, as long as you're not saying if I get my chakras right, I don't need Jesus. I can just go to heaven. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. So like, so yeah, you're yeah. Not, you're not. You're not throwing me under the bus. So okay, good. I read. <laughs> I figured that's Potter. not what you meant. <laughs> I read Harry Potter. So, so according to according to the evangelical world, I'm a heathen. <laughs> I'm going. True. I'm going to hell. You for are. Reading that book. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I'm so much. All of us here are three episodes recorded so far. <laughs> but, one thing, because because you mentioned something that you that you had the quartz. I, I wanted to mention one thing that was funny. Like it's a spiritual practice, but I find it really helps with my ADHD. It does. Um, Tibetan monks, they or a lot of I guess Tibetans in general. I don't know. Um, you might have seen them in some stores. They have what's called the um, I think it's called the singing bowl or the prayer bowl. 
and you kind of like you dong it and you just go around and it makes this noise. All of my anxiety, all of my, I can't focus. It just soothes and it helps me pray. And I'm talking to Jesus and I'm like, Josh, so no, so 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 let me say this. I didn't think this was going <laughs> to happen, but this is awesome. So I, I have been I've been on this kick to try to understand Eastern Orthodox theology, more specifically, Ooh, yeah, this concept of theosis, which mm. is which is the practice of coming deified. In other words, becoming more spiritually attuned with God in every aspect, not mm. just in word. Not just in song, but in every aspect. And one of the things that I think that Western Christianity lacks is the practice of understanding that to seek God in everything, you have to experience him in everything. Not just in church, not just in the word, not just in the songs, but even in the music. Like you said, Josh, that Mm -hmm. that bowl helps your anxiety. That's proven by science. That's proven by science. But that's also in the Bible. Mm -hmm. The scripture says that David played for uh, Saul and he was calm. That's what mm-hmm. the Bible says. So, 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 for those who saying that my church is the only way that I suppose to experience God, shame on you, shame mm-hmm. on you, because God is bigger yeah. than your church. God is bigger than the Bible. God is bigger than the songs. God is bigger than the hymns. God made the earth, and He's bigger than the earth. God is. Mm. Whew, listen, you you want to say <laughs> you want to say no. Here's the thing, because I, I again I like this episode about the chakras because again we forget how everything flows and works together. All things work for the good. Almost like it was made by a perfect creator. Who who knew how all of it's supposed to form. You know, one of the things I like to do when I preach is to challenge the folks to think about this. You think you think you you are so good, you think you're so perfect. Tell your heart to beat. Tell your lungs to breathe. No, God made it that way, that you don't have to think about Mm. your blood flowing or oxygen in your being because God set it up to where you don't have to think twice about it. That's how awesome Mm. God is. Not only he's that awesome that you don't have to think about those things, but he also has set up that you can receive him by word, by sound, by sight, by taste, Mm -hmm. by experiences. And and oh so so yes I love I love this type of things because oh, yeah. it, it lets me know that that the way I see God is I can experience Him outside of just the four walls of the church I can go outside and just take a moment mm. and feel Him in the rain because He Man. made it all He made it all to just don't, no, sorry, just all right well before I you, start speaking in tongues if you've gotten saved you can text the number seven seven seven. But hey, to bring it back to the nerdy stuff, also speaking of the chakras and that last episode, we see the first instance of metal bending. That's mm-hmm. setting up stuff for Korra later on. When the we see that's the way you beat a bender, you got to learn the chakras. You do. Man. You do. Man. Okay. I'm sorry, Elizabeth. I'm oh, not, no, you're I'm fine. 
That's right. So as we are getting ready to wrap up, um, once again, if you got saved, please text your number to 777-7777. Um, if you have received Jesus you, Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you'll receive you. your free singing bowl. And, and we, if, if you're offended have, that Kino said you were going to hell, you can respond at um, Kino can be at. We have, a, we have something free for you. It's not a free Bible because... Um, we have something free for you. Um, just text that number, save to, um, sorry. <laughs> but for real, as we are getting ready to wrap up, don't forget to subscribe on Captivate or the AMP channel on Apple Podcasts for one more question, discussion after the show, or in this case, with the way they're going. It might be three more. Who knows? I'm ready. Um, I'm ready. Yeah. Real quick, 30 seconds each. What would you recommend um, our listeners to geek out on this week? I'm not going to do 30 seconds, but... <laughs> I got Fine. two. I have two. Avatar The Last Airbender, The Dawn of Yang Chin. Audible book, another Avatar that's an airbender. Fantastic. If you love the Avatar series and you like Audible books, get it. The other one, because we talked a lot about like learning about Jesus from other religions, book called Insider Jesus, Theological Reflections on New Christian Movements by William A. Dires. I might be saying the name incorrectly, but hopefully I said enough words that if you put it in Google, it'll correct it. Um, I love this book. It shows a lot of these movements that some of them don't even use the name Christian because in their context, it means something different than a follower of Jesus. It means someone who kills people. So they're like, yeah, I don't want to use that word, but I want to be Christian. And it shows Jesus redeeming these other spiritual practices from Hinduism, from um, Taoism, from even some of the Southern American religions. Fantastic book. Highly recommend. Even if you don't agree with everything, it's a fun read and very challenging. So, yeah. All right. Go. Great. Kino. 30 seconds, sir. I'm watching you. I will mute you. <laughs> you can't do that to a preacher. You can't, yes, I can. You can't do that to a preacher. You can't tell me the I, time. I multiply by three. For the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is not seven <laughs> times, 70 times scripture. Just you, forgive him seven times, seven. Just, no, no. I'm about to take away your recommendation. Go. Uh, okay, so no. Um, I'm reading... Uh, uh, where do we go from here? Community of Chaos is by Dr. King. It's the last book he wrote before he was assassinated. Um, so, so yeah, that's that's what I'm currently Ooh. reading. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, see? see. All right, go Christian. Everyone has something very spiritual to add this, so I'm going to change gears and go to Ahsoka, which I have really been yes. enjoying so far. Uh, not everything, but overall, I'd say I'm really in the show, and I'm ready to see what else they have in store. We got one more hour before the new episode drops. Mm. Mm. and i would recommend liar liar it is about high school and pretty much they just compete for a tier system through games so you get to challenge each other through games and this guy he accidentally becomes um the very best through fluke and now he has to keep up the facade yeah yeah something like that so i would recommend it's called (laughs) liar liar those are our recommendations for the week. Please rate and review um, our show on the podcast platform of your choice and subscribe to our YouTube channel for even more content where you can visually see me give Josh and the other hosts the blank, oh my God, look. Um, <laughs> we got it a lot tonight. It, you got it a lot tonight, we but it's it, fine. <laughs> I, I let you guys talk. I zoned out a few times, but it's good. All right, guys, may your days be filled with epic battles, heart-filled friendships, and endless anime adventure. Goodbye.
This was an Anazal Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to learn more about our network, be sure to check out the Anazal Ministries podcast network.